Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz Gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! And just like that, it's Friday. What's up, everybody? Welcome in. New on us now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. This week just flew by, which is crazy. I think for a lot of people, it maybe didn't fly by. We were teasing around here at Missoula Broadcasting Company because of where Christmas and New Year's fell on the calendar. It was like there were short weeks, multiple weeks in a row. This is our first Five-day week here at Missoula Broadcasting, although we were working a little bit over the holiday as well because the sports never end. But uh, anyways, I thought the week flew by. And uh, crazy to think it's already Friday. Crazy to think, though, uh, we are already in the midst of the Big Sky Conference basketball season. So we'll tell you everything that went down uh, in the Big Sky, both sides, men and women. A crazy one in Missoula last night. Weber State trailing with like a second to play, steals the inbounds, hits a three, and utterly shocks Montana. Uh, it was a wild result, and the Grizz are reeling. We'll talk about that a little bit as well. But uh, Montana two and three in Big Sky Conference play only one and two at home. We'll hear from Dylan Jones, Weber State superstar. Uh, really good interview. Fun talking to Dylan Jones. He had a monster game last night. Seventeen points, twenty-one rebounds, hit five threes, played all forty minutes. Pretty much did it all for. Weber State. We'll hear from Travis Secure, Montana head basketball coach. Uh, just what's up with his team? I mean, he has some thoughts. You, you can tell that Coach Secure is not happy right now, but I also think, I mean, losing is frustrating, but you can tell that he knows exactly what is wrong with his team, and you can tell that he's, at the same time, not happy about it, but also you can tell by the way he's talking that he does have optimism that they can that they can right the ship, that they can fix it. There's still a ton of conference action left to play, so we'll talk more about the Grizz in a little while. Uh, University of Montana football team also got a new quarterback. Sam Vidlack, a commit once upon a time, is now a uh, signee and a transfer from Boise State. Vidlack hails from Oregon. He committed to Montana before his uh, senior year of high school. Ended up uh, taking an offer from Oregon State to stay closer to home. Ended up transferring to Boise State. Now he's transferring to Montana. Uh, I caught up with Sam earlier this week. Got a prep extra. Some uh, cool news that then led me to a deep dive. And I spent the day, I shouldn't say the whole day, but I spent a part of today at least, uh, perusing and absorbing the Montana High School Association girls basketball record book. 
uh, because the Brockton High School Girls Basketball Team, Class C's finest, from up there on the Fort Peck Indian Reservation, they won a game for the first time in eight years. And I was thinking how crazy that is uh, to have that sort of a losing streak, but also how isolated Brockton is. But then it made me think of Kayla Lambert, and Lambert is certainly one of the legendary high school girls basketball players in the history of this state. More than 800 more points than anybody else in the history of the state. That's crazy. That's a crazy record. Uh, so that's what led me to then consuming the uh, the high school record book. So we'll talk more about Kayla Lambert. I went tripping down memory lane for a little while today. Read a, a story from my days as a student journalist that one of my great friends and colleagues wrote all about Kayla Lambert for the Native News publication at the University of Montana. I don't know if they still do it, but they used to do it for years and years and years. Uh, stories and features from around Montana's seven Indian reservations. The story was great. We'll recap some of that a little bit later on. Also, Carol and the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports will swing by uh, for some laughs and some fun, and then we also will catch up with Ryan Looney. He's the head coach uh, of the Idaho State men's basketball team. They lost last night in Bozeman. They're coming to Missoula. It's a big game on both sides. I would argue it's actually a much bigger game for Montana. They can't get swept at home early here in the conference season, else there's going to be real question marks with the Grizzlies, but still, Idaho State coming off their first conference loss. They were 3-0, and heading into last night in Bozeman, and then they fell uh, 81-68. So that's where we'll start on our Stockton Bank scoreboard, but that is uh, your show outlook presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any and all real estate questions you might have in western Montana, give Brent and his team a call today. You want to uh, stream the show? ESPN MT app will always do it for you. So, so will our station website, 1029ESPN.com. Just click on Listen Live, and uh, you'll find the stream. Also, if you want to be a part of the show, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. All guests will join us via the Regich Brothers RV phone lines. It's a Friday, so that means it's a uh, Florence Coffee Company Friday. I finished my Lotus right before the show, so... Uh, the Lotus, it's like plant-based energy. I get the sugar-free one. So um, it's actually really good and quality organic-style caffeine. And uh, I enjoy them very much. So no matter where you're at in the state of Montana, there's a Florence Coffee Company uh, kiosk near you. Uh, let's dive into our Stockman Bank scoreboard from uh, last night around the Big Sky Conference. Stockman Bank, your Montana brand of banking. Uh, As I mentioned, the Montana State men, they dispatch of Idaho State 81-68. So the Bobcats, uh, not quite in the driver's seat because Eastern Washington is out to a great start here in conference play as well. Uh, But the defending Big Sky champions from MSU, uh, they've now won three in a row. They're 4-1 in Big Sky conference play, and that's Idaho State's first league loss. Idaho State swept Northern Arizona and Northern Colorado at home uh, to open up Big Sky conference play. Then they won at Weber State last week. Uh, but they lose in Bozeman last night. We'll hear from Ryan Looney, head coach of Idaho State, a little later on here in the show. Like I mentioned here in Missoula, 59-57, Weber State gets the victory. That's the Wildcats, only their third victory in Missoula since 2010. I can definitively remember because so often Weber would have good to great teams in the big sky. But Randy Ray, who uh, retired uh, after last season as the all-time leading uh, all-time leader excuse me, in wins, in Big Sky Conference history, he had struggles in Missoula. They won in 2016 here, I remember. Uh, they When Jeremy Sanglin was uh, 
leading the way for the Wildcats. And they won one time during the COVID year as well uh, in Missoula. But other than that, it's been all Montana against Weber anytime they visit uh, Dahlberg Arena. So that was a, it was a big win, and especially in Eric Duft, their first-year head coach, in his first time in Missoula, he's 1-0. That's a pretty good uh, pretty good check on the, on the resume for Eric Duft, uh, who we heard from yesterday. And uh, his team had some confidence coming in, and they showed that again last night. More on that game here in just a minute. Other Stockman Bank scoreboard scores. Montana State's women won at Idaho State 60-57. That could prove to be a pivotal victory uh, down the line. Um, Pocatello, a tough place to play in women's basketball. Idaho State, a tough team to play. Montana State did not shoot the ball well. Darian White, Montana State's all-Big Sky point guard, who, by the way, has a hilarious new uh, commercial-slash-promo in association with the Big Sky Conference that they just dropped today. Uh Bobcats obviously at Weber State tomorrow, so they're in uh, the Salt Lake area. Big Sky Conference offices are in Farmington, so uh, a fun promo on Twitter circulating around with Darian White. It's like a, a parody of This Is Sports Center, but it's This Is the Big Sky Conference. Fun idea, fun for them. But Darian White, who's one of the best players in the league, she was only one of 10 last night from the floor, uh, but the Bobcats did get 16 points from Lexi Deedon, a Missoula Sentinel product, and they earned a tough Hard-fought road victory, 60-57 over Idaho State. Uh, Bobcat women now 3-2 and two in league play. And uh, in Ogden for the Lady Grizz, it took overtime. There was like 23 people in the entire arena. <laughs> I mean, the, the, stand, the shots of the stands, especially when they were showing like the bench, and, like uh, opposite of the bench, shooting back and looking at the benches. And there was nobody there. Uh, unbelievable. But regardless, uh, Weber State, for the second Matchup in a row gives the Lady Grizz all they can handle. Uh, Lady Grizz needed a Sophia Styles buzzer beater last year in Missoula to beat Weber. And uh, they get it done. Uh, clutch pair of free throws at the very end of the game. And Montana wins 67-64. So two straight in league play for the Lady Grizz. They keep pace. They are now 3-2 and two, uh, in Big Sky Conference play. More Big Sky scores. But first, uh, the game in Missoula last night was crazy. Neither team... Played particularly sharply offensively. Uh, all I kept thinking in the game was, man, Dylan Jones is good, and man, the league is just not as good as it has been. Because usually Weber State versus Montana is just such an exhibition of of great mid-major college basketball. And I'm not saying these teams are are awful or anything like that, but I, there's still just a huge feeling out process. I think everybody at the mid-major levels going through it trying to get your team to come together, to coalesce, to have chemistry. But also, I mean, there's just not guys like Jeremy Sanglin and Joel Ballenboy and Jarek Harding and all these great players that Weber State's had. Dylan Jones is extre- extremely good. He's just sort of in a different mold than a lot of the guys Weber has had uh, in the past. I mean, Weber almost always has one of the best guards in the big sky, and they almost always have one of the best players in the big sky. Jones is certainly that, but it's a different... Uh, style than uh, than Weber's had in the past. That said, uh, Jones basically is the head of the snake. I mean, he's the facilitator in the half court. He can also push it as kind of a point forward. He plays more point guard than anybody else on their roster, and that's as a six foot six, two hundred thirty five pound bruiser. That's one of the best defensive rebounders in the country. Uh, he came into the game leading the country in defensive defensive rebounding percentage. Excuse me, and he certainly added to that uh, fine total with 21 defensive rebounds last night. So Dylan Jones, uh, and also he hit five three-pointers 
which he is uh, more of a post guy. So for him to go five of seven from deep, basically he was just a spot up shooter when the ball came back to him on the rotation. And then like a pseudo point guard who goes, goes and gets you 21 defensive rebounds. Pretty, uh, Good weapon to have, pretty unique weapon to have, and uh, I think I have I have thought uh, for probably since March of last year that I think Dylan Jones is one of, if not the best players in the Big Sky Conference. I think he's so unorthodox, at, but also um, so good at a, a couple different things, particularly the defensive rebounding that are sort of lost arts that. He is so good at it, no matter who he's playing against, but also there's just not a huge penchant for that right now, too, so it makes him stand out uh, even more. We voted him Big Sky Conference preseason MVP, and uh, he looked like an MVP caliber player last night. Here's uh, my conversation with Dylan Jones postgame. First of all, congratulations. That's a huge win. I mean, what's it feel like to win here? Few and far between, coming into Missoula and getting a win. It feels good. Um, You know, I've I've come up here for three years now, and... um, you know, I played Montana more than anybody I played. You know, the, oh. co- the COVID year, we played them twice here. Yeah. And we had to play teams at the same location. Obviously, coming here, play- I played them twice in the tournament already. Oh, yeah. So, I've, I've got a lot of history with them. And, um, yeah, it's, it always is good to win up here. Um, and, I, like I said, since I've been to Weber, I understand the tradition of, like, Weber State versus Montana. And I just take it to heart. You know, I don't, I don't, um, I don't, what's the word for it? I don't take it for granted basically i know it's a big game so well uh this was a crazy game you uh first of all take me through the free throw scenario you missed the first one but then did duff tell you to make the second one yeah so so in the so in the first half i missed short the same way and i don't know i I was missing a lot of floaters short tonight i was just short on the first one i just on the second one i just thought to myself just don't miss short again And, you know, it went in. I, I did look at Duff and just ask him quickly what he wanted me to do. Yeah. He just said, make it. And yeah. So, yeah. I just did, yeah. And then you get the steal. So, I mean, it was, it was, do you think he, the inbounder just hesitated? How did you guys get that steal? So, um, so, me, so me and Steve were planking ran into each other, and, and Josh Bannon was wide open. Mm-hmm. And, the guy, and we had good ball pressure on the ball, so he had to hesitate to throw it. And Dyson Kohler just made a hell of a play. You know, he just made a very good play. And, um, and and when he made that play, he just found, you know, our best shooter on the team and, you know, the rest is history. Dylan Jones here on ESPN Radio. Weber State comes into Montana, knocks off the Grizz 59-57. Uh, 21 defensive rebounds is pretty good. <laughs> I mean, wh- how is it that you uh, had 21? 21 defensive rebounds. Yeah, you came in, I think, top defensive rebounder in the country already. So that's a good bad in the stats. I mean, how do you have such a nose for the ball, especially on the defensive side? Um. Basically, like, so I have an older brother that plays uh, professional basketball. Oh, nice. And I'll never. Where's he play? And uh, he plays in uh, Germany right oh, now. Oh, nice, cool. So uh, I remember one summer he was preparing for, uh, he got drafted to the t- Toronto 905 G League team. Oh, nice. And I'll never forget, he was in there working out twice a day, and at the time he didn't have a trainer. <laughs> and I was just a little brother. And just, you know, in the gym, he was just having me rebound because obviously I want to see him work out anyway. But he had me rebounding and passing to him. And, you know, just it's crazy because that whole summer I didn't know I was getting better at rebounding. But that's what I was really doing. Because, you know, when he misses, you don't want to run across the gym and all that. You want to conserve energy. And if you rebound so much, you just get so used to timing it and where it's coming off and all of that. So um, it's just it's honestly just in the reps. You know, I I don't have nobody just throw it off the backboard for me to get it. Um, I have to actually credit my brother and all the other people I've rebounded for. You know, anybody 
and Weber, that needs somebody rebound, I know I'll just I'm quick to be like, yo, let me rebound for you, you know. Just to, I love it. You know, just to you know get some. That's them the best reps is the live reps. So. Totally. I was sitting over here in this corner, so the basket you guys are warming up on, and you hit like your last three threes of warmups. Yeah. Or did you know you were gonna have the three tonight? Uh, my tent at the gym always feels good in my opinion. Totally. Like, uh, for some reason, it just has a good feel. It might be the Nets or something. And um, I remember last year I was working out before the game, and, and I felt my shots just felt so good. And I went one of four that game, and I kind of had the same feeling, but I kind of just took what they gave me. You know, I didn't, I, didn't, I wasn't thinking, like, oh, I'm, I'm going to shoot threes because I felt good at warm-ups. I just, you know, took what they gave me. And, you know, I put a lot of work in. It wasn't just them three shots of warm-ups. It's the 1,000 I made this week. So uh, that's why they went in. Oh, last question for you then. Uh, tough turner. I got the Big Sky Champs tomorrow, or I guess on Saturday in, uh, in Bozeman. So what do you think of the matchup against the Cats? Um, you know, we'll be ready. I don't really look too far ahead. I take every day as his own day. Um, it's a new season. So, you know, there's no champ yet in my opinion. So um, I'm just taking it every day. And we're going to get prepared for them like we treat everybody else. And yeah, we're just going to treat it like a normal game. Dylan Jones, we were State here on ESPN Radio. Thanks, man. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. I love that perspective. There's no champion yet. It's new season. <laughs> I love it. Dylan Jones, MVP candidate, Weber State, Wildcat, uh, only a sophomore, which is crazy. He was the freshman of the year two years ago during the COVID year. He's a first-team all-league guy last year. That counted as his quote-unquote redshirt freshman year. Now in his third year, uh, one of the leading rebounders in the United States of America and uh, definitely an unorthodox but fun player to watch. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. More from the Stockman Bank scoreboard. Stockman Bank, your Montana brand of banking. Uh, men's Big Sky Conference basketball action. Sac State fends off Northern Colorado, 72-64. Bears are in trouble. 0-5 start. Can't can't do it. If you're the number two uh, preseason team and you get, got multiple all-league type guys, they Northern Colorado's just... Trying to find a way right now. Uh, but Sac State off to a 4-1 start in league play. And uh, they certainly, at least early on, look much improved uh, under first-year head coach David Patrick. And uh, then Portland State, they're up 27-12 against Northern Arizona. The Northern Arizona takes the lead and, and leads uh, most of the second half. And then NAU's up two points late. And Portland State buries a buzzer beater to win. So the PSU men uh, take down Northern Arizona 75-74. In women's hoops, Sac State drilled Northern Colorado. That's not a surprise. The Hornet women Hornet women, excuse me, remain undefeated. 73-41 they beat Northern Colorado. And then probably the surprise of the night in the Big Sky Conference period, Portland State make it two straight. Portland State had lost, what, count them up? 23 consecutive conference games. They went 0-20 last year in Big Sky Conference uh, play. They went 0-1 in the Big Sky Conference tournament, and then I believe they started 0-3 this year, and then they got their first conference win under Chelsea Gregg last week, uh, last Saturday at Idaho, or excuse me, against Idaho in Portland. And uh, then last night, they go to Flagstaff and beat Northern Arizona 78-66. So NAU... Uh, maybe a little lull after their Treasure State sweep, but also Portland State, two in a row. Don't look now, uh, but they might be, well, they certainly are much improved from a year ago, but they might be a dangerous team this year. We'll see. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Uh, for the Grizz, I think that 
they got to find a semblance of the winning mentality that has defined Montana basketball for, for so long. I mean, right now, the sample size is pretty large in terms of the lulls for, for this program. Since the graduation of Saeed Pridget and that class during the COVID year, uh, Montana's just been sort of stuck. I mean, during, they, they've been a 500 program, basically. Um, they are now, after after last night, they're 20 and 20 in their last 40 Big Sky Conference games. They're three games below 500 overall over the last three years uh, in terms of Division One games. So, um, I mean, that's that's not very common territory for the Grizz men's basketball program. I mean, Grizz men's basketball program has gone to the NCAA tournament 13 times. There's a dozen plus banners hanging at Dahlberg Arena. Uh, it, the the coaching tree is much chronicled and, and heralded, and uh, certainly one of the best small school coaching trees in all of college basketball. And Montana, they, they just sort of fall into the middle of the pack. It's not that they're a bad Big Sky Conference team; they still have some of the best players in the league. I mean, I do think Josh Bannon is a first team All League caliber talent, and uh, he went over a thousand points in his career uh, last night. But they, they still, they just, they, they don't have that invincibility about them. It's not that they used to be invincible, but they were largely very, very good at home. For I mean, pretty much the duration of my time following Grizz basketball since I was a little kid, growing up in Missoula. In these last couple of years, they just haven't had that. And you know, when Eastern Washington comes to Missoula and wins, and Weber comes to Missoula and wins. That's also impactful in a detrimental way to the the people that are going to show up to your games, the number of people that are going to show up. You know, I mean, I think there's a lot of factors going into it. The Grizz are still drawn well, and most teams in the league would really, really love to draw like Montana draws. But when your your athletic department, your revenues, your primary revenue streams come from ticket sales, when the sales go down, no matter how much they go down, that's impactful to you as an athletic department, as a program, and so. Uh, again, I think the Grizz did some good things to revamp uh, this roster coming out of last year. Uh, they certainly have the ability to shoot the ball better. I think Anand Moody has been a very good addition. I think Deshaun Thompson has been a solid addition. I think that uh, it's a give and take with Deshaun Thomas right now. He's certainly a stretch big that can knock down three-pointers. He's not giving you much on the defensive end. And that's just the complete issue here. I mean, Montana had an opportunity to close Weber State out, and they couldn't do it because they were having a hard time rebounding the basketball. That's been a common issue for several years now. They were having a hard time finding any flow on offense, and Brandon Whitney, who was looking like the most improved player on this team and a guy that was uh, certainly had, had ascended to become one of the better players in the Big Sky Conference, well, since Big Sky Conference play has began, uh, he, he's been – Almost non-existent. I mean, he was he was uh, a non-factor against Eastern Washington. He had a good game against Idaho, and in the last three games, the exact same stat line: nineteen minutes, two points, three games in a row for Brandon Whitney. Travis Takir talked about that. We'll play that here in just a minute. But there's just a lot that the Grizz need to figure out how to lock in. Here's what Travis Takir had to say about last night's loss and about his team moving forward. Should have came down to that. Good teams don't beat themselves, right? And free throws, turnovers, shot selection down the stretch. You know, we we easily, this is a game we should just put 70 points on the board. If we just take care of the ball and get the right shot, uh, you get up six, seven, uh, seven, you get mark. 
we had an opportunity to push it to 10, 12, and we just we didn't take care of the ball to get good shots and put pressure on yourself to come down to that possession. At the end of the day, I think when you watch the film, there's probably four guys wide open. Ball doesn't come in bounds, so I don't know. Someone told me that he bumped into the sign and slipped, but I need to watch my film. I guess when you talk about those other elements of the game leading up to a moment like that, especially in the second half, I guess, how do you guys maybe work on cleaning some of those things up to maybe sustain leads? It's been an ongoing conversation, right? And so that becomes a part of mental toughness. Uh, sometimes adversity is hard to play through, but success is too. And when you're doing things the right way and you're playing well, sometimes it's hard to keep doing those things. Um, and we obviously are making, approving that point. Uh, NAU, Northern Colorado, this game, even Eastern Washington are games where we had some momentum, we had some mojo, and we kind of gave it away um, with shot selection, poor shot selection, not rebounding the ball, not getting loose balls. They just had too many offensive rebounds and long, loose balls down the stretch that we didn't come up with that gave them extra possessions. What, I guess, in the, what's your message to the team in the locker room after a heartbreaker like that? Like, what do you kind of tell them in that moment to, you know, try to keep their heads up or keep it in perspective? Or no, like I that? just told them exactly what I told you is, is that when things, when you find something that is working for you, continue to do it until your opponent takes it away. And don't go away from it if they, if they don't stop it. And we just, we continue to do that. We got to get better. It's that simple. Travis Takir here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. Get the sh- get better shots, better shot selection, take care of the ball. Uh, keep doing what you do well. Don't drift away from it. I mean, it seems as if Coach Takir has diagnosed the issues for the Grizz men's basketball team who fell to 2-3 and three in Big Sky Conference play, including 1-2 and two in home Big Sky Conference games so far this season. Uh, after last night's 59-57 loss to Weber State, the Grizz, I mean, if they... The free throws is one of the things I think that is probably driving Coach DeCure mad because Montana's shooting close to 80% as a team from the free throw line, but they have missed crucial free throws late in games quite often during the season, including the last two times they were at home on a Thursday. They missed free throws down the stretch against Eastern Washington. Both Anand Moody and Josh Bannon missed big free throws against Eastern. And then last night, Bannon had an and-one opportunity, but he missed the free throw uh, and then Junior Ballard from Weaver State goes down and gets himself an old-fashioned three-point play. That kept Weaver State in the game, and that's what helped set up uh, Stephen Verplanken's three-pointer after a steal. I mean, the Grizz had every opportunity. I mean, for Pete's sake, they were winning with a second left. The probability of them not winning that game when they are up with only one second left on the clock is unbelievable. Yet still... Uh, Dylan Kosher gets a steal. Steven Verplanken drills a three. Weber State uh, gets out of town. Here's Travis Takir on the missed free throws. When it comes to the free throws, Lane, I mean, how do you remedy that element of things? You don't because yeah. you're, 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 you're 78 percent free throw shooting team, one of the top free throw shooting teams in the country. So, you know, my experience is always the, the more, the bigger deal you make of it, the more pressure you put on your team. And what you want to do is release the pressure. So, uh, we just continue to do what we've always done is we shoot a lot of free throws in practice. Um, we shoot some situational free throws, but I don't think it's something that you want to make a bigger deal of than you, than you, than you probably should and, and make guys more nervous than they already are in those situations. Just okay shots versus good shots and things like that. Is, is that how do you guys maybe work on that and clean that up? Or, you know, even they, like the missed bunnies? They, they, like they know what a good shot is, and they know what an okay shot is. And if we continue to take okay shots, then we're not, not going to win these types of games. If you continue to take just okay shots, you're not going to win those types of games. Travis Takir uh, here on Nuanas Now. 
Uh, last thing here, Idaho State in town on Saturday. Idaho State head coach Ryan Looney will join us in about an hour. But just Travis Takir, just on bouncing back. How does Montana right the ship? Because I, I tell you this, yeah, I mean, you can't get swept at home this early on. You can't get swept at home, period. But you can't get swept at home uh, during Big Sky Conference play. I mean, that, that would be – I mean, th- this Grizz team – was nearly uh, this Grizz program, I should say, was nearly unbeatable at home under Travis DeCure for several years in a row, and so you can't have a, a third home loss on the second of the weekend. So it's a big game with Idaho State on Saturday, and the Bengals coming off their first Big Sky Conference loss, so they'll be hungry as well. Here's Travis DeCure on the weekend. You guys have had these wins after losses, and you know they would bounce back. It happened twice in the league now, but so I mean, just that give you confidence, to your guys, know that they have done this. It's just maybe it'd be nice to win one of these first. Yeah, you don't want to keep putting yourself in that situation if you want to be in a, in, a, in a situation in terms of the standings that you're proud of. You you got to show up on Thursday, and you definitely got to show up at home. Just in the game, we've done it on the road too. Right, we had an 18-point lead in Spring, Colorado. I mean, we won. And there's a level of maturity and toughness that it, it comes with being successful. Uh, and some luck, right? And these guys were lucky tonight in terms of that turnover. Like, you know, we didn't have to give them that ball, that possession. Um, but but, but you, you, if you do all the right things, sometimes luck comes your way. And I've been on that side of it quite a bit. So uh, we just got to play the right way for 40 minutes. If we do that, we'll win all the games. Do you feel you have a good team right now? No, because we're beating ourselves. We need to become one. Now, you know, if you think about it, since we went to Air Force on November 27th, we haven't had a complete team for a full week since. So there's chemistry that, that doesn't exist. we got a guy that's, that's, that doesn't practice. We've got every week someone's been sick. Whitney and Lonel Martin mispracticed last week. Vasquez mispracticed this week. It's just it's been someone every week. And so when you play eight man rotation and you got guys not not here and available, you don't have great chemistry. And that I think has impacted our offensive stretches that are very bad because we got liners that are playing well together. And when you played nineteen minutes, is he still dealing with no, sickness or right, you gotta play the guys that play well. Gotta play the guys that play well. It's going to be one of the things that the Grizzlies need to unlock. How do they get their junior point guard, Brandon Whitney, back playing uh, at a high level? Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the uh, ESPN MT app. Chris, hockey back in the fold next week. Uh, They have games Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. If you can't make it down the Glacier Ice Rink, you can always catch the action on the ESPN MT app and here on 102.9 ESPN Radio. And you can always watch the game. At Buffalo Wild Wings, just right across the street from us here at Missoula Broadcasting Company. Go check out uh, Grizz Hockey anytime. They're home or away uh, there at Buffalo Wild Wings. And enjoy yourself some wings, some beers, and uh, some Grizz Hockey. University of Montana's got a new quarterback, Sam Vidlack. Full circle for the young man from Oregon. Committed to the Grizzlies once upon a time. Now he's back, signed with Montana. Sam Vidlack joins us next Keep it right here. Nuana's Now, ESPN Radio. College Athletics is a fundamental part of the fabric of our communities in Montana, and it's the stories of these young men and women that drive our passion at Skyline Sports. Coulter Nuana's here. In 2015, my brother Brooks and I founded SkylineSportsMT.com. As a lifelong athlete, Brooks has an elite knowledge of football with a deep perspective with his time spent playing safety for the Montana Grizz football team, 
while I won a collection of sports writing awards, including 2010 Washington Sports Writer of the Year during my time in newspapers. Together, we can offer you the best sports journalism in the state with crisp writing, unbiased reporting, cutting-edge photography, and a grassroots feel that belies the corporate takeover of modern media this day and age. As Montana natives, we have a deep historical knowledge of the fiercest rivalry in the West. We share a combined 22 years' experience involved in the Big Sky Conference. That experience gives us unparalleled knowledge of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics. If you'd like to experience this with us, visit SkylineSportsMT.com and subscribe for only $8 a month or $90 a year. SkylineSportsMT.com. Every day, every season. It's sweet being friends with Tommy Evans and why it's sweet working right across the hall from the trail. You get to learn about all sorts of sick music. A band's called Coin. We're loving them. Listen to the new album. I guess relatively new. Came out last year. Listen to the new album uh, all week long. If you ever change the channel from 102.9 FM ESPN Radio, just change it one notch up the dial to 103.3 The Trail, Montana's Quality Rock. Nuana's now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana TV, and the uh, ESPN MT app. Epic Monday happening uh, at Lost Trail every Monday. Note, mon- this upcoming Monday is Martin Luther King Day. That's actually the only day that uh, Epic Monday is not occurring uh, at Lost Trail in the next handful plus of Mondays. But through February 27th, Every Monday, except for this upcoming one, you can ski a full day at half price at Lost Trail. Less people on the snow, same great conditions. Plus, on Epic Mondays, you're going to get a dollar off draft beers and a dollar off kombuchas. Visit LostTrail.com for more information. Lost Trail, go for the snow. A note from Sam Vidlack, who will join us in just a minute. I had read his recruiting profile years ago. And they had him pinned as being from Grants Pass, Oregon. That is not correct. He is, in fact, from Applegate, Oregon. He wanted to make sure that I told everybody that. He said, Grants Pass is where the city kids live. I'm not a city kid. I'm from the country. (laughs) Sounds like you'll fit right into Montana. That's the only, I'm saying that because that's a mistake here in this conversation. But other than that, the Grizz got a new quarterback, Sam Bidlack, by way of Boise State and Oregon State from Applegate, Oregon. You'll get what I mean in just a minute. Here he is. Well, it's time now for our Garden City Spotlight. And customarily, we highlight prep athletics around the city of Missoula and around the state of Montana during our Garden City Spotlight. But today, we're talking some Grizz football. It's been a big week for the Grizz football team when it comes to adding transfers from the NCAA transfer portal. And we're joined now by the latest quarterback edition, Sam Vidlack. If his name sounds familiar, once upon a time, he was committed to Montana, coming out of Granite Peaks, Oregon. Made a couple stops along the way, but now he's coming back to Missoula. Sam, thanks so much for joining us, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on the show. First and foremost, uh, let's talk about the here and now. You've been at Boise State, uh, but now a new opportunity arises. You're coming to the Grizz, so uh, just take us through it. I mean, when did this uh, opportunity first kind of land on your doorstep, and, and what do you think of this this chance to play for the Grizz? What do you like about the Montana football program? Yeah, so um, when I got in the transfer portal, Montana reached out. It was obviously something I was super um, excited about and thankful for, and uh, it, it ended up working out. I'm really thankful it did. I'm just super excited to be a part of a, a really a really good program with a lot of history, a lot of tradition. You know, I think it's a really, really good team with high expectations, and I'm excited to contribute in any way I can. 
I'm sure you had uh, some interest elsewhere as well, but I mean, the fact that you had some familiarity with Montana from the recruiting process back when you were coming out of high school, did that make this an easier choice for you? Yeah, it definitely did make it an easier choice. Um, I'm, I feel really comfortable um, with Montana. I mean, my family and me have gone on vacations up in that area ever since I was a little kid. And um, that was the first coaching staff that really believed in me. And so there was definitely um, some familiarity there. And that definitely played a role and, and helped because at the end of the day, you're trying to find the best fit for you. And, you know, I think this is where I belong. and I, I'm excited to make it my home. And, uh, yeah, that definitely played a, a big role. You know, really excited to, to be here at Montana now. Sam Bidlack joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Sam's a quarterback transfer by way of Boise State, started his career at Oregon State. Take us back then through the whole recruiting process, because I know you committed to Montana pretty early, uh, back when I think you were going to be a senior in high school, but then had a great senior year. Oregon State comes to the table. Pretty hard to say no to the in-state Pac-12 team. So uh, just take us through that time in your life and uh, what kind of led you to Corvallis. Yeah, so... I mean, it's been a very um, interesting ride for me. Obviously, nobody uh, goes into college football with the intentions of, you know, transferring at all. And But for me, a big reason that why I went to Oregon State was it was close to my family. Um, and I had some grandparents that had some, some health problems that year. And it was really important for me to be close to them, uh, be close to my younger sibling. So that played a, a big role in me going to Oregon State in the first place. So that was kind of that. And, you know, really thankful for the experiences I've had at both places, Oregon State and Boise State. But I'm really excited to be at Montana. And I think it's where I belong. It's probably where I was supposed to be from the start. Um, so I'm really excited to get there and I'm really thankful for the opportunity. Well, from a lifestyle perspective, you've hit some good towns. I love Corvallis. I really love Boise and Missoula, one of my favorite towns in the whole world. That's why I choose to live here. But just tell us about Missoula. I mean, what do you think of just the town you're moving to? What's what's that going experience going to be like? I know you mentioned that uh, you're married, so obviously your wife's on board with this. So, uh, what do you think of just the sort of the move to Missoula? What do you like about the city? Yeah, I mean, I haven't obviously ever lived in Missoula or Montana. I've done a lot of um, vacations up there and, and spent a lot of time there. Um, so I'm really excited to be there. Um, like we were talking about earlier, I am really familiar with the area. I really like the outdoors. So I think Montana is a great place um, for me um, and my wife. She does as well. And um, I think it'll be a really good place for us to, you know, kind of settle into and make our home. So really, really excited for that. And yeah, I'm really thankful that um, I have my wife uh, with me and super supportive. And she's really excited about this move and really excited to, to be in Montana. As soon as that opportunity presented itself she was she was all in on moving to montana and that's where she wanted to go as well so it, it really worked out great well very cool what's her name and what, what does she do uh her name is Jaden, and uh she ran track at oregon state and then we got married she came to boise state and she managed a coffee shop uh the human being and now she's going to be um going to school and looking for a job in missoula once we once we move up there we got to love it. Sam Vidlak joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. He is a transfer quarterback from Granite Peaks, Oregon, coming to Montana from Boise State by way of Oregon State. Uh, how about the Grizz football program then? You mentioned that uh, you think this is the best fit for you and uh, they made you feel comfortable. What about Montana do you like just in terms of the way the program operates? And, and also, what do you think of the opportunity you have here? Because Lucas Johnson, uh, a seventh-year senior, graduates from uh, the Grizz, and uh, Daniel Britt, the guy's kind of the primary backup there. He's uh, transferring to NAU, so it uh, seems like a pretty wide-open quarterback competition. So what do you like about the program? And also, what do you think of the quarterback competition that you will face here uh, this upcoming offseason? 
Yeah, super excited to get in and compete and, you know, do everything I can in my power and control the things that I can control and, uh, you know, kind of let the rest take care of itself. But as far as the program, it's a, a great program that, um, you know, is very well known for winning a lot of games and, um, you know, high expectations. I think it's a really physical football team with a really good roster, really good coaches and uh, really good players. So I'm excited to, you know, to kind of connect with my new coaches up there and get to meet my teammates and uh, start building relationships as soon as I get up there and, you know, just getting to work. So I, I'm really excited for those things. How about school? Uh, do you know uh, what are you going to be studying and uh, and how's that process? Because sometimes that's kind of a headache getting all the credits transferred and all that stuff. So academically, how's it been going? Uh, it's been going good. Um, I've always done well in school, but the academic transfer piece of it is always you know it's kind of a complicated process that kind of takes a while so kind of in the in the process of that right now uh trying to get registered for classes and um get all that stuff kind of pushed through so i'm not exactly sure what i'll be studying i have switched majors a few times in the past but um i have a a decent amount of credit so it's just kind of seeing what my credits fit best into because i kind of already have interests built from from those credits i have and kind of just seeing uh what what uh, degrees those fit into, really, and then just getting to work on school and, and football and just settling in. Sam Bidlack, transfer quarterback into the University of Montana football program. Grizz start winter conditioning next week, so this will be uh, the last week where we'll see a bunch of these transfers being added to the fold. Sam, congratulations on uh, your latest adventure, and uh, welcome to town, I guess, when you get here, and uh, best of luck with everything this offseason. We'll probably catch up with you between now and the beginning of the season, but thanks so much for being here today. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Applegate, not Grants Pass. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. But welcome to Missoula. New Grizz quarterback Sam Vidlack here on Nuanas. Now it's our Garden City Spotlight. It's presented in part by Missoula Electric Co-op, proudly serving safe, affordable, and reliable energy to their members since 1936. I went tripping down memory lane today. It was very, very fun. Why should you know the name Kayla Lambert and why is the Brockton High School girls basketball team in the news? Prep Extra next. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Bobcat fans, support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. Remember when these guys were in Missoula? It was a rainy day in August, but uh, fun show, Foster the People. They opened for Mumfers and Sons. It was so rainy that day, I'll never forget it. Tore up the the Battleheads field bad, and uh, that was unfortunate. And uh, But the show was cool. <laughs> Foster the People was only on for a little while because of the bad weather, but regardless, still fun memory. I certainly won't ever forget how rainy that concert was. Welcome back to Honest Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Time now for our Prep Extra, presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. Fun story on uh, 406mtsports.com about the Brockton Girls high school basketball team 
snapping what was an eight-year losing streak. That's correct, eight years. The last time they won a game was at Divisionals in 2015. So it's been eight seasons. The coach estimated more than 140 consecutive losses for Brockton. They won. They got it off the schneid. They they won a game, which is awesome. And uh, good job by those young ladies. I mean, you know, to have winners, you have to have losers. And uh, that's what sports is all about is learning to win, learning to lose, all that stuff. But nobody needs to lose every game for a whole season, let alone eight seasons. So uh, happy for those gals. You also made me think, though, when I heard, first heard Brockton, I was like, huh, why does that sound familiar? And then I remembered back when I was a student at the University of Montana in the journalism school, uh, Native News was this awesome uh, publication that we would work on. And I actually was not on the Native News staff the year that they profiled Kayla Lambert, but I definitively remember the story because it was written by my great friend, Winnie Burmis, who then uh, she and I worked together at the Cayman, and then we we worked together at the Bozeman Chronicle for several years as well, Uh, and uh, she she remains one of my great friends, but that was one of my favorite stories that she wrote about Kayla Lambert, both because it's just a a crazy story of of triumph and and then adversity and then uh, sort of reascension. But also was a great story because of just the this, this sheer statistical ridiculousness of it all. So that I, I read that whole story in its duration. You can find it in the, uh, the University of Montana has this cool archiving system that has like PDFs and and uh, old newspapers and all, all sorts of old files, old media guides. This is from 2008 Native News. And the scholarworks.umt.edu is what hosts them. You can read these stories there. This is really cool and a really fun read. But this also then got me looking at all of the records that Kayla Lambert still to this day still holds. So she played at Brockton High School in the late 90s and early 2000s. She is, by a wide margin, the greatest scorer of the basketball in the history of the state of Montana, boys or girls. She scored 3,453 points between 1998 and 2002. That is 803 more points than Katie Edwards scored. Katie Edwards, the uh, Lewistown great, who then came to the University of Montana, was one of the great three-point shooters in the history of the Big Sky. I believe actually held uh, the Big Sky Conference career record for threes at the time of her uh, at the time her career for the Lady Grizz ended, I believe, around 2004, 2005. So Katie Edwards, certainly a fan favorite, somebody well-remembered. But Kayla Lambert had 800 more points than Katie Edwards ever did. Almost 1,000 more points than Carla Beatty did. Carla Beatty came from Granite High School in Phillipsburg. Uh, she, um, one of the Beatty sisters who then uh, played for the Lady Grizz. And it's... 1,200, Kayla Lambert's 3,453 points is 1,200 more points than Lori Payne. Lori Payne, the head coach at Northern Arizona, uh, a Haver High School product. The numbers just keep getting more ridiculous. There's only one person in the history of Montana that scored more than 1,000 points in a season. Lambert did that when she was a sophomore. The four highest single-game totals in Montana high school history for girls are all Kayla Lambert. She has the only three 60-point games. She had 65, 65, and 66. She also has a 58-pointer in there. Uh, the 65-pointers, in fact, actually, the one 65-pointer and a 66-pointer 
came in the span of a little bit more than a week. So she basically just went and proved that it wasn't a fluke by dropping 65 again. Unbelievable. Averaged 34.5 points per game for her uh, career. 42.2 points per game in 1999. You can say whatever you want. It's Class C. You know, there's nobody on our team. She wasn't playing against everybody. I don't care, man. A high school basketball game is 32 minutes long. It's it's a it's a good accomplishment to score in the 60s as a team. So to have one player scoring 60 points is uh, it's just mystifying. I would love to watch the the tape of that. Uh, Kayla Lambert then uh, went on to play for uh, actually she didn't really even play. She was on the University of Montana, the Lady Grizz, for a year. Then she transferred to a junior college in Wyoming, and then she uh, finished up her college basketball career up in Canada, playing at a community college in Lethbridge. Uh, but those records still, now 21 years later, uh, they still stand. So uh, congratulations to the Brockton Girls High School basketball team, their first win in eight-plus years. And uh, thanks for reminding me about the, the tradition of, of uh, I guess, the legend of Kayla Lambert, who is one of the great Class C players, one of the great women's uh, high school basketball players in the history uh, of the state of Montana. In fact, MontanaSports.com did a... Top 25 uh, female basketball players. Uh, maybe it was even top 50. It might have been top 50 for the 50th anniversary of Title IX. Regardless, Kayla Lambert was number 25, so she is certainly still remembered as one of the great uh, high school players in this state's history. One more piece of uh, prep news here in our Prep Extra presented by Farmer State Bank. We talked about it earlier. I guess it probably would have been a little bit more than a month ago, but Drummond and Phillipsburg... They have had a football co-op for, I believe, eight seasons, but they've been the numbers have been rising, and they've they've averaged, I think, thirty-one players per season for the last couple of years, which then puts them beyond uh, the number requirements to be able to have a co-op. So the MHSA initially ruled that the Flint Creek co-op between Drummond and Phillipsburg would dissolve, but that's still to be determined. The uh, Montana High School Association has meetings, I believe, this upcoming weekend. So they'll have a final ruling on that. Will the Flint Creek Titans remain, or will it go back to just being Drummond and Phillipsburg? Uh, we shall see. That's your Prep Extra, presented by Farmers State Bank. Farmers State Bank, enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. You want to open an account or find out more about what they can offer you? Visit FarmersEbank.com. Hour one in the books. Hour two coming at you. Carol and the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports swings by for some laughs. Plus, Ryan Looney, Idaho State, on program building, bouncing back from a loss in Bozeman last night and his team's matchup with with the Montana Grizzlies tomorrow here in Missoula. That's all next. Keep it right here. Hour two, Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, coming at you. I am here with Catherine DeLands of The Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, The Advocates can surely help you. There's a lot of people out there that don't slow down for road conditions that are driving recklessly or carelessly, and we want to protect the people that have been injured because of those driver's actions. You deserve an advocate. The Advocates will deal with the insurance company and defer medical bills, so all you need to do is rest and get better. The Advocates will handle the overwhelming legal stress of your accident because you didn't deserve to be in an accident. Chat directly with a local attorney online at MontanaAdvocates.com.